0: You don't want to miss The Myth of Prometheus. Tune in to live from Mount Olympus, wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens play the clock and HBO? Folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a patron named Sully. Sully writes, "What if Draco Max breathed out Lego, and everything started turning into Lego?" That gives us the perfect place to continue our two-part holiday special set in the Dracoverse. We've also got a review question from siblings Tully and Dublin, but we'll read that at the end so we don't spoil the surprise. But before we start the story, I think we could all do with a quick refresher from our old friend Recap. It all began 20 years ago, inside Randall Radbot's mind. Rather than face a painful memory, he imagined a world in which robots did not exist. Of course, that caused dragons to take over the world and also ruin prom night. 20 years passed and Memo Gemma sought to take her revenge on Dracomax, only to find him stuck in a mountain, begging for help. The dragon sent her on a quest alongside his loyal servant, Papa Moo, aka Papaloo in a cow costume. They were to find the most bearded wizard, the only one who could free the dragon. Papaloo and Mamma Gemma found old Abacus, but little did they know his beard was fake, and his magic would not be enough. With the wicked silver dragon square box on their tail, Papaloo stayed behind to save Mamma Gemma and Abacus. Meanwhile, Randall Radbot couldn't watch his friends suffer anymore, so he jumped inside his own memory. (laughs) Gnarly. Don't ask me how. Will Randall save his friends, or will the Dracoverse continue to be ruled by dragons? It's called the Dracoverse, so I don't like our odds. (laughs) Thank you, Recap. Now let's find out. What if Dracomax breathed out Lego and everything started turning into Lego? Plus, a secret review question from Tully and Dublin. Calling
1: all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures.
0: A shiny, rust-free Randall Radbot was at the prom, dancing with a young mamma Jemma. Oh, Randall, you have really made this a special night. Oh, yeah, of course I did. This was like the beepest night of my life. What do you mean was, silly? We've still got two hours left to dance. Really? That's wired. I thought this was like... Already over. It's not over, Abacus. I didn't come all this way to give up. That voice sounded like Mama Jamma, too, but somehow older and farther away. Give up what? Who's Abacus? Randall tried to look away from his dance partner, but Mama Jamma grabbed his metal chin with fingers so hard and sharp that they felt like talons. Don't worry about them. Just stay here, with me. Oh, my gears are grinding. Nah, I know you like Papa Lou. I just thought if I made myself shiny enough, you'd like me more. You're right.
2: Beard or no beard, this wizard has to try... (laughs) and fail. Who is that? What's going
0: on? (laughs) it must be Papa Lou, trying to pull us apart again. But we belong together, right? That doesn't sound like something Lou would do, or you would say. This young image of Mama Gemma seemed to be losing her patience. Her eyes flashed bright yellow for a moment and her hand gripped Randall so hard that his metal chin started to dent. You can imagine a world without Lou, a perfect little universe for just the two of us. Then you can leave the Dracoverse for good. No, I should have never imagined a world without robots. Of course it'd create an alternate reality where evil dragons rule the world. I should have seen it coming. Leave Leave the the Dracoverse, Randall. Randall.
2: We don't don't want want you.
0: Randall found that he couldn't move his head, but he looked down to see that Mama Jemma's hand was really the talon of a silvery dragon. You're not Mamma Jamma. Let me go, bot. I am no bot. I am dragon, and this universe will be mine. The dance hall melted away to reveal a scorched world, and Mama Gemma's young face suddenly stretched into the gigantic, toothy maw of Squarebox, the silvery dragon who had been chasing Mama Gemma, Abacus, and Puppaloo only moments ago. Your friends will not save you, Radbot. Here they do not even know you. Try as he might, Randall couldn't squirm away from the dragon's grip. He cast around with his antenna and sensed the real Mamma Gemma a few dozen yards away. Quick, Abacus, cast a spell on Squarebox or something. I can't. They've got a hostage. Some sort of rusty metal puppet, I guess. I'm a robot, okay? And a little rust gives character. Okay, don't hurt the rust pot. Robot. I'll also accept Radbot. Yeah, that's what I said. Now, Abacus, if you can't break Dracomax out of the mountain, maybe cast a spell on him so he can help protect us.
2: What? What is happening? You're all on the tail side of my mountain. Can you scooch over your epic battle a little? I
0: I could scooch. There will be no scooching. This is the deciding moment. The fate of the universe hangs in the balance. But he can't see. Fine. One scooch but only so that Dracomax may witness the final fall of his kingdom and the rise of my Dracoverse. And so they scooched. Little more, please. And, uh, they scooched a little more. Great, I think one more scooch will do it. Can we all stop saying scooch? Yeah, three or more scooches
2: is technically closer to a slap. But no one would have agreed to a schlep. Dracomax, you deceived us. I cannot see you. I had no idea how many scooches. Or schleps. Or schleps it would have taken so.
0: Abacus, no! Dracomax's head had just come into view. And Abacus, showing a canniness he'd seldom displayed outside of the Dracoverse. Hey! Cast a spell out of his wand. (laughs) The wand burst open at the end. But it managed to shoot a multicolored ray of light. Into Dracomax's mouth.
2: Ooh, this magic does not taste right. You must not be the most bearded wizard. Ne, he's beardless. Her name is Beardwig, Mr. Beard. Please Temichi.
0: What kind of sorcery is this? Ah, uh, the dangerous kind? That'll catch ya, if you don't give Papaloo back right now.
2: Papa who? Oh
0: no, he's still warm in your belly and you don't even remember
2: him. Oh, please do not talk about eating. I'm feeling woozy.
0: But Draco Max, he was your faithful friend for 20 years. You mean
2: Papa Moo? He's right over there.
0: And there, clinging atop the scaly back of Squarebox, wearing his cow costume, was Papa Moo. I, I mean... Blue, I respond to either. And Papa Moo pulled off his heavy cow helmet. He was okay.
2: Oh, what is happening? My only friend was a, was a human head with a cow body? Or a cow with a, a hu a human head, Ah, uh, no, just don't tell me. <sighs> And Dracomax
0: let loose his dragon breath, but instead of fire, he unleashed a pile of plastic blocks. Mr. Beard, look, I gave him whippy breath. Not Lego breath? Lego? No, B-W-I-P-B, short for building with interlocking plastic blocks. Of course, Bwipi. It is more literally accurate than legot. Danish for play well. Uh, wait, why do I know that? Because Squarebot, you used to be a scholar and my best probot. This isn't you. I do not computly understand. <laughs> What is happening?
2: Oh, that must be why you didn't eat me. They're still good inside you.
0: No, I thought you were a wingless black and white spotted dragon. That cannot be a thing. Uh, oh dear, my whippy spell. I fear it may have been more of a, a slight um, curse.
2: Of curse.
0: Some of the building with interlocking plastic blocks, which we will henceforth refer to as whippies, had landed on Squarebox the Silvery Dragon, and he appeared to be turning into blocks himself!
2: I am so sorry, Squarebox. I-, I did not mean to turn you
0: into blocks. You turned your dragon breath on me. The consequences are your fault. And, and also mine a little. Yeah, and I found the wand. No, it's all my beep fault for imagining this weird world inside my head.
2: And didn't I forget the what-if questions?
0: They put us in this pickle, Tea. Now, Mr. Beard, don't go blaming the kids. We've got to take responsibility for our own mistakes. Mm, it is true. For 20 years, dragons have ruled this world, treating all other creatures as lesser. Squarebox didn't seem to be in pain anymore. In fact, the blockier their body became, the more rational they got. But we had to defend this world, for if Randall forgets us, our dragon hatchlings will cease to exist.
2: You all had hatchlings? I was just stuck in a mountain with a human-headed cow. To each
0: their own. Squarebox was now entirely made up of silvery blocks, but the Bwippies hadn't stopped spreading there. The land below Squarebox's feet was turning into squares and rectangles, all stacked together and interlocking, but the same color as the land and rubble they replaced, leaving everything looking like a weird, blocky, 8-bit landscape. What? The Dracoverse cannot also be the Blippiverse. That would be confusing and off-brand. Oh no. Does it hurt
2: to be made out of blocks?
0: Not really. It feels like taking a cold bath. No! I prefer warm. But scramble and hide and climb as they might everyone and everything in the Dracoverse was soon touched by these spreading blippies and became blocks themselves! I must say that's one of my more blunderous curses. I'll have to study these magical effects and the wand Where's the wand? And holding up a wand that was split at the end in four directions, there stood Memma Gemma. Squarebot, I don't care if you suddenly realize your mistakes. You dragons ruined this world! That is true, and now we must devote ourselves to fixing it and giving back the power that we took. Oh, for crying out loud, I just wanted to blast somebody with a wand! Okay, everybody, hang on a second, said Papa Moo. Walking closer to Randall Radbot. Are we all just glossing over the fact that we just found out we live inside a robot's brain? Oh, get over it, Papa Moo. I'm just glad you're okay. Oh, really? Really? Oh, blocks. Well, we've got a lot of work to do if we're going to fix
2: this place up. But at least these blocks are really easy to take apart and <laughs> put back together. E that'll save a little team. Indeed, Mr. Beard. And now you're officially attached to my face.
0: So it's like I do have a beard after all.
2: Nay. Nee. No, you're right. Who am I kidding?
0: But suddenly they saw countless blocky young wormling dragons crashing about the sky.
2: Oh, they are probably very confused right now.
0: And a confused dragon is an angry dragon is a dangerous dragon. I mow this would happen. Oh, papa Mo, Yeah, I'm laid it into it. And Mama Gemma raised the split wand toward the sky. A look of determination. Painted onto her blocky face. I did have one little spell I've been wanting to try out.
2: But there's no way it could possibly work. You don't even have a beard, Mamma Jamma. Oh, I
0: don't need a beard. I have something better. Tully and Dublin's imagination. And my own awesomeness, of course. Moo got that right. You could probably dial back the moos a little. Douted. And as she swirled the wand about, its four split ends stretched out tendrils of light into the sky, gently brushing against every dragon in the entire Dracoverse. And she incanted the what-if question. What if, when dragons got angry, they turned into... Kittens? <laughs> And every angry dragon, flying about looking for something to destroy, suddenly turned into a little winged kitten, gliding gently to the ground. (coughs) And scratching posts and old blocks and balls of tiny block yarn, the kitten dragons worked out their anger, had a little nap, and woke up feeling a lot better. Okay, we should still probably explain this to them. Oh, please do, and, and let me come along in case they get angry again. They're so cute when they're angry. Hey, we have to acknowledge their feelings no matter how adorable they are. And help teach them to bit-bit process
2: this new Draco-kitty-blippy-verse. I'm still going to call it the Dracoverse.
0: Moo can say that again. There must be more cow pun areas than that for you to explore.
2: You mean you don't find me amusing?
0: <laughs> yeah, all right, I'm out. The end, everybody. You mean I shouldn't utter another word? <laughs> no, no. Oh. oh, you snuck that one in there. Well, Sonny, Tully, and Dublin, I hope you enjoyed your story. Folks at home, you can check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld to support the show, get ad-free episodes, and access to lots of other great rewards. Or just leave a rating and review, and tell a friend. Fred the Dog here to shout out Jonah. Jonah likes Lego and Mario, so I hope you like this story. And I, Cleocatra, have come with greetings for Vala. Vala is age seven. She loves to cuddle with her four cats
2: and listen to What If World with her mom, Carissa.
0: Alabaster zero here. With a shout out for Claire. Claire, Santa asked me to give you and your little sister Avery this shout out. Claire is nine years old and lives in Denmark. She listens to What If World with her sister on the way to and from school. Yeah, and then there's Matthew, age nine. He likes elephants and swimming and presumably swimming with elephants. And he has a six year old brother named Joshua. Finally there's Ren from Portland, Oregon, who's eight years old and loves dragons.
2: So I hope you like this story.
0: And don't forget Ren's sister Willa. Oh, six and loves me Jf cat and I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe my co-creator miss Lynn my associate producer my grandma Barbara who's as mama jamma as they come and all you kids at home who look for healthy ways to express your anger may we all learn how to turn into cute cuddly kittens and until we meet again keep wondering
2: what if world, this
0: is